So Gino's averaging three points a game right now, is he? Well, that's just great. Let's hit the music, get it over with. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for a long time. And joining me today is one half of Locked On SoCal Hockey, the host of Locked On Los Angeles Kings. It is Sarah Avampado, who's in town to have Jeff Carter feelings. We're going to talk about him a lot today. Sarah, how's it going? Uh, You should be introducing me as Jeff Carter's number one fan. Thank you very much. Number one fan? I mean, I'm sure his wife is his actual number one fan. But other than that. Yeah, other than that. Yeah. Uh, Don't forget to make either of our podcasts, your first listen of the day. And hey, don't forget to make our podcast the second listen. Oh, that's loud. (laughs) Make it the second listen of the day as well. We both have fun. We both do a good job, right? Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. So let's talk about what the heck happened on last night's game. Jeff Carter. Jeff, Yeah, Jeff Carter happened. First minute on a bad, bad turnover from Troy Terry. It was Pedersen that stole the puck right out of Troy Terry's stick. Or, just get it over with. Jeff Carter. No, Troy Terry. What do you... Just... Oh, Troy Vetchkin. Troy Vetchkin. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, Pedersen. Way to go, Troy Vetchkin. What about that commitment to feed defense, huh? 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 <laughs> you done? Yes. Okay. So, Pedersen stole it right from him. And Jeff Carter just sniped one past Anthony Stolarz in the first minute of the game. Rough. That's... Wow. As soon as that goal went in, I knew it was over. Actually, before the game started, I knew it was over. Do you know why, Sarah? Why? Because Coach Dallas Eakins decided to separate Sonny Milano and Trevor Zegris. That's a dumb decision. <laughs> wow. Okay, come on and say it. Why was it a dumb decision? Well, I mean, they, they're they playing well together. If you're yeah. if you're separating them, like, did he have a, legi- a, a reason? For- no. Because, like, usually when, when coaches do that, it's like, ah, we want to spread out the offense. Like, but you don't. D- it was a dumb decision. Yeah, it was. I think part of it was he wanted to get Raquel on a pairing with someone. Like, he wanted to get Max Comtois back in his flow. That didn't work, obviously. So, I mean, was it that dumb a decision? You can just say it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was bad. And then he stuck with it. Yes. That's what bugged me the whole game. He stuck with that dumb decision. It didn't work in the first period, so why not? Oh, he's going to do that again in the second period. Okay, it didn't work in the first or the second. So let's say, oh, he did it again in the third. <sighs> he stuck with his bad decisions, didn't he? Gross. I mean, gotta commit. But that's been a very prevalent thing that Dallas Eakins is, I guess, known for now is mismanaging his young guys you know what i say let the kids play sorry Mm -hmm. hashtag let the kids play yes let them play but yeah see the the dogs outside agree with me there i'm leaving this in they agree with me too let the kids play yeah let the kids play that's actually trevor zegris outside that is trevor zegris barking yes trying to get back to his game yes and not doing it yes you're welcome yeah Zegers did not look comfortable in that line with, like, at all. Zegers was completely off his game the entire night. I mean, that's part of the Pittsburgh defense as well. Uh, yeah, there's a dog out there. 
the defense had Zegras solved all night, didn't they? Yeah, and it's like, okay, you, you split up your scores to create more offense, whatever, but whenever the other team then immediately figures out how to stop the one guy who's scoring you goals, like, I don't know, adjust your plans. Like, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So after that Jeff Carter goal, the Ducks had nothing on offense. So the shots on goal were like a gajillion to one, weren't they? Yeah. It wasn't just the Jeff Carter show, though, was it? I mean, for me, in my heart it was, but there was also some other stuff that happened. What other stuff? What else could possibly... Oh, the return of some guy named Evgeny Malkin. Oh, no big deal. No big deal, right? Yeah. I mean, the last time he played on one leg, he looked okay, right? Yeah, I mean, Pens fans have been trying to trade him for years, so, like, whatever, right? Totally. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. First game in months. Mm -hmm. And then what does he do? Oh, he scores a goal in the second period. Oh, Ducks fans were just looking like to the heavens saying, WTF, are you kidding me? Evgeny Malkin scored his first of the season. So that made it 2 nothing. That made you that made you laugh a little bit, didn't it? Well, first off, it was a really good goal. It was it was very much like an Evgeny Malkin goal. Yeah. Like if you've spent any time watching him play, like his his game was peak Evgeny Malkin. It was. Especially that goal. Their power play is pretty decent this season. Mm -hmm. The Ducks PK had been good for the most part. I mean, they kind of blew it there. But, you know, that's a good offense with Gensel, Letang, Malkin, Crosby, etc., etc., etc. There's just a lot of firepower there. Yeah. Gross. And, by the way, guess who scored his first goal in 30 games for the Ducks last night? I do not know who. Jakob Silverberg. Would you believe that's only his second goal of the season? That's what's happened. Two. Two goals. Part of what's happened is maybe Silverberg isn't with the lineup that he wants. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe he's 100%. Maybe, yeah. he's, maybe he's a little injured. We don't know, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, so Milano got the apple. Mm -hmm. Milano seems fine with Silverberg, for what it's worth. So, so maybe there's something to that. Let's get the offense going. By offense, did they mean Silverberg? And that was it. I, well, I, I'm sure they had grander hopes. Yeah, that that yeah, didn't go well. No. And then Malkin again. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Marino for a second. I was that was one player that I want to talk about just for a hot second. I thought Marino had a good game overall. Mm -hmm. um, he had good defense. He had a couple of good poke checks away from the neutral zone. He was one of the three or four Pens players that I noticed. So what did you notice about Marino last night or just in general? I mean, just in general, he's a player who, I mean, the joke is always that Peng the Pittsburgh Penguins are just full of players who like no one has ever heard of before. And it's always just random dudes. And then suddenly they look like superstars. Uh -huh. And I think like Marino's kind of kind of one of those where he sort of came out of nowhere. I think he was an Oilers prospect. Yeah. Way and back. the Oilers like never signed him. Uh, and or traded him to Pittsburgh. I forget the, the, the lineage there, but he immediately came into Pittsburgh and started contributing and has just been very solid for a young defenseman. Uh, I think he's, what, his third year in the league? Yeah. I mean, and you're right. It was Edmonton, by the way. So this is his third year in the league. So you nailed it on the head. You're welcome. Yep. For, for those, can I peel back the curtain? I guess. So... Sarah is originally from Pittsburgh, so that's her first team, the Pittsburgh Penguins. But typically, where you grow up, that's your first team. Yeah, and I yeah. still uh, I still get some text messages from back home 
Anytime the Penguins do anything, I get a little text from my mom that's like, oh, did you see Sidney Crosby last night? You know, uh, or I'm pretty sure I got a text from her like before the game that was like, did you see that Gino's coming back? So, you know. Did you really? I did. I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. Nice. How's she going to react to tomorrow's game? I mean, she basically was like, I hope everyone has fun and no one gets hurt, which is also what I'm hoping for for tomorrow's game. Yeah. Uh, that third goal. Malkin could have had a hat trick. Mm hmm. He could have, and he unselfishly passed it to your boy, Jeff Carter, mm-hmm. to score his second of the night. But a three-point night for Evgeny Malkin on his comeback. He looked good. Yeah, no big deal. No, None at all, right? Yeah. No. Totally normal. Yeah. Uh, we could talk about these guys for a while, but we got to take a break. Sure. Yeah, we got to talk about Bill Bar. I guess. Yeah, best tasting pro team ever. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the Bill Bars, by the way. You're welcome. Yeah, and, and also to you. Yeah. Yeah. We, we trade off Bilt Bars. There are some flavors that you prefer, some that I prefer. Mm-hmm. I prefer the Churro Puff. You prefer... You really like the white chocolate cheesecake one a lot. It was pretty delicious. It tastes like cheesecake. It does. Which is wild. How'd they do it? I don't know how they did it. There's also, there's also the peanut ones. Like, you know, like we, we trade off flavors. Right. I'm My last name's Hernandez. So obviously I like the Churro Puff a little bit more than than the rest. But that's me. You know? I love that flavor. And you can try any of the other flavors of Built Puffs or Built Bars. 18 flavors covered in chocolate fondue. Do, 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 do. Anyway, what, why? I have no idea what that was. Rockapella. Oh, the song. Rockapella. So if you want to hear the song yourself, grab yourself a Built Bar, then head over to Built.com. <laughs> I'm trying to make her laugh. And use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15%. Off your next order of Built Bar, yeah. Next time we do one of these, I'm just making you sing the commercial. Built.com, folks. Yeah. All right, we're going to come back after the first intermission. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, or TLOPN, or Tlopin. And I am back once again with the giggling Sarah Avampado, host of Locked On Los Angeles Kings, just giving me this look of dismay right now, because I'm in a silly mood. I think all Ducks people were just in a silly mood, like, what the heck was that game? What was that? It was disrespecting Anthony Stolarz is what. Yeah, you know what? And you talked with Hunter Hodes from Locked on Pens. Stolarz had a pretty decent game. He didn't look bad. Right. Like, there's not much he can do when his team only scores him one goal. Yeah. And there's not much he can do when he can do... (laughs) There's not much he can do when the defense in front of him just does base... Actually, no, I shouldn't say that. The defense was okay. They couldn't do anything against just that one line. Yeah. And because like, so three legit goals against one empty net goal, whoever, whatever, don't care. First goal against turnover. Yeah. What's, I mean, that stinks. Second goal was a power play goal, which. Malkin's magic. Right. And I don't remember what happened on the third one, but I'm sure it was also. Just a good snipe. Right. Which I think we got to talk about Evgeny Malkin for a couple minutes. Because you talk about a guy, I know it's locked on Ducks, but we have to talk about the last game because this is NHL news. Malkin hadn't played in months. And the last time we saw him play, he was not 100%. No. Did you 
or anyone else expect this performance from Gino right away? No, I mean, you expected him to come back in and, you know, he's he's a guy who has always had a lot of physicality to his game and you expected maybe that aspect, but... Um, you know, not putting the whole thing together. You know, he's just getting back on the ice. He's been out for ages and a knee injury is no, no small thing. And he basically has been like nursing this same knee, knee injury forever. Yeah. Uh, he, he essentially said like along the lines of like, I don't know when I've ever felt this good. Um, no. So no one expected him to come in and look even half as good as he did. And instead he just looked dominant. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of the wild card going into this game was how good was Gino going to be? As soon as I saw that he was coming back, I said, oh, I don't know. This this could be either one of two ways. He could either go back to what he was a couple years ago and have a decent outing, maybe a point, and maybe it gets close. Or he could have a good game, like a really good game. Maybe not this dominant, though. I don't mm-hmm. think I had this in my bingo card at all. No. And Penn's fans didn't either. Like, everyone everyone just hoped for the same thing. Like, Gino gets back in, he looks okay, yeah. and then we go from there. I mean, that was the second most unlikely thing that happened in the NHL last night. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But Gino having a three-point night was not on my hockey bingo card last night. It wasn't. <laughs> later, folks. Later. But yeah, three. It's, it's still boggling my mind how well he did. No Ducks fans had this coming. I don't think even the Ducks saw this coming because I saw how Gino looked on that power play. He looked dominant. He was skating super well on that power play. They had no answer for him. Derek Grant looked lost out there. Yeah, I know the elite once he no, he looked lost against Malkin during that power play, and it's a shame. I mean, to his credit, I think most people look lost against, like, Malkin at his peak performance. Yeah, that was peak Malkin. You know who else looked really lost against him? Hmm. Fowler and Manson. Oh, yikes. People wanted to launch Manson into the sun yesterday, and can't blame him. Manson had a poor shift that resulted in a Geno goal. That's just how it was, you know? But someone else that I want to talk about for more than a minute, I know is locked on ducks, but we got to talk about Jeff Carter. Yay! We have to. That's why I'm here. That's why you're here. Jeff Carter, two goals last night. He's got 11 goals this season. Ridiculous. So go ahead. Talk about Jeff Carter for however long you want. Go ahead. I mean, just, I mean, like you said on your show when you talked with Hunter, like this is a guy who has spent years feasting on the Ducks mm-hmm. and scoring on them. And, you know, even though personnel has changed, you know, there's still there's still something to be said for like, I love scoring on this team. You know, uh, it's like every time he goes back to Columbus, he scores against the Blue Jackets and, you know, yep. similar vibes here. Um, did I expect him to score two goals? No. Did I expect him to score within a minute of the, you know, game beginning no uh but he yeah he is older he has lost a little bit of a step but he is still the same you know hockey iq and you know being able to take advantage that first goal is the perfect example of having the smarts to be in the right position and you know stick around in the zone uh to be able to make that opportunity happen and a lot of other players probably would have been like well plays going the other way see you later yeah um but yeah it just it was a it was a fun performance. I definitely started laughing because I just saw Twitter almost immediately after the game started. 
being having feelings about Jeff Carter. And I was like, uh oh, yep, <laughs> something happened here. And uh, on Duck's Twitter, I, I love what CJ said. <laughs> CJ Woodland called you out on Twitter. <laughs> he did. What exactly did CJ say to you? Oh, he basically was just like, oh, I bet Sarah is like the happiest person in America right now. And I was like, sure am. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all should have seen the look on her face. Jeff Carter scoring against the Ducks. It is everything that I love in this world. Yep. And the other reason I want to talk about Jeff Carter will come after this brief word from, see the tease there, from Primal Origin Oils. Maybe you want a nice, like, kind of beard like Jeff Carter has. He's kind of got a little something going, right? I mean, I've tried to grow a beard, but I can't, so. Yeah. So, you know, you got a beard, you got to get Primal, right? Maybe Jeff Carter needs to get Primal, right? Probably. Yeah. Maybe you're that guy who's never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Maybe you'll have a playoff beard in about four months. And you need that perfect product, that perfect, healthy, and groomed playoff beard look. Where are you going to turn to? Uh, Primal Origin Oils. <gasps> That's exactly right. Their products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. So it's good enough for the San Jose Shark. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I meant the Anaheim Ducks and maybe the Kings. You never know, right? Both yeah. our teams make the playoffs. Both our teams could use some Primal Origin oil for those playoff beards, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know, the products are fair trade certified and handcrafted here in the USA. Great, isn't it? Magical. Yeah. So if you want to claim that your company has this, uh, no, no, no. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their products and their ingredients to the rest. I made that rhyme. <laughs> oh, we promise you will see and feel the difference and the feel and beard to other products you've used. So use promo code LOCKED ON to get 20, that's 20% off at primaloriginoils.com. In Espanol, primaloriginoils.com. Once again, promo code LOCKED ON gets you 20% off to keep that playoff beard healthy and groomed. Beard responsibly. Oh my God. <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit more about Jeff Carter and some other hockey happenings on the other side. Welcome back to the party here at Locked On SoCal Hockey. I'm I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, host of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. That's Sarah Avampato, host of Locked On Los Angeles Kings. How's it going? Locked On Jeff Carter. Locked On Jeff Carter. Okay, so we are going to talk about Jeff Carter a little bit more because there was one other thing about this game that I wanted to talk about. The Ducks power play. Why am I bringing this up? The Ducks power play had been one of the top in in the league. Top five, right? What the heck happened to their power play last night? Jeff Carter has been on the PK more recently. In fact, the Pittsburgh Penguins right now have about a 90 as like 90.7, yeah, 90.7% penalty kill. Tops in the league obviously. You know who's after that Carolina just under 90. The Ducks are third in the PK, 85.3%. What a disparity. Yeah. Wait, go over that again. The Pens are 90.7, the Ducks are 85.3, and they're third. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So let's talk about the special teams for a minute, shall we? 
the Pens were 1-4-3, Ducks were 0-4-3, that penalty kill, and we commented on this last night. We saw a couple things about the PK. One, the active stick. Two, the awareness. And three, four, five, and six, and 77, freaking Jeff Carter on the PK. They've been using him more on that recently. Why? What's been the difference there? I mean, he he's always, like, any... Anytime someone is like, oh, Jeff Carter's bad defensively. Like, no, he, he is, he's good. Whatever. Um, you know, I, I think that he he's a smart player and he, you know, he's a bigger guy. He has like the reach to be able to interrupt passes and everything like that. Um, you know, you're, you're, I was watching this game and I was like, the Penguins can just take whatever the heck penalties they want because they're 91% essentially penalty kill. Like, if I were the Penguins, I'd take penalties, too, because I'd be like, we can stop it. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Ducks seemed mortal during all three of their power plays. They got maybe one or two shots on the power play. That was it. And you were just saying, take more penalties. Yeah, why not? Do it. Yeah, they're not going to do anything. Rules right? are for losers. <laughs> you can't say that. Yes, I can. You know, rules are for losers. You know who didn't follow the rules last night? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We have to talk about this. We have to. It was the biggest story on hockey Twitter last night. You know it is. Can, can we? I, it is your show. Because Lord knows I don't want to talk about the Ducks game too much. Let's talk about what happened in Florida. Just to end on a light note. Did you know? This is your backdrop for talking about it. Did you know who Kodak Black was before last night? I am a 38-year-old Midwestern white lady. No. <laughs> I'm not a huge rap person. I had no idea who Kodak Black was before last night, but all of the hockey world did, right? I mean, they did afterwards. Yeah, so you know what? I'm not going... I'm just going to go right into it. I'm not going to just, like, you know, beat around the bush. You're, you're going to bang it out? <laughs> Much like he did. I mean, look, he allegedly had fun at a Florida Panthers game last night, and he was there... With a lady friend. And they were... Um, having fun. They were having fun. They were doing what a mommy and a daddy do when they, they love each other very much and want yeah. to create a little Florida Panther. <laughs> oh, um, God. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. Don't sue me. Allegedly. I don't know what you did up there, Mr. Kodak Black, but you know. Yeah, you, you know what you did. You know what was the best part about that? I have no idea what you're gonna say. It was right next to the right next to the suite where some of the Florida Panthers brass are. I'm choosing my words carefully here. Right next to all of that, you saw this twerking, this whatever was going on with Black and They were having a grand old time. They they were having a great time. She was very flexible. <laughs> I was very impressed. Yeah. I mean, they look like they're having fun. Yeah. Yeah. There's a joke in here about, like, it's the most fun anyone's ever had at a Florida Panthers game. Um, but, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, I mean, Kodak Black definitely got two for holding on that one. You know, a, a, a good penalty to take there, right? Yeah, and I mean, no one went for interference. Yeah, no interference. Yeah. Uh, they they got pucks in deep. Yeah. 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 Cra- crashed the net. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, drove the net hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Two for holding the stick. Yeah. 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 
I think the crowd knows what we're talking about now. And if they don't... <laughs> God bless you. Please remain innocent. <laughs> I think all of hockey Twitter is not innocent after that. It was like the most united I've ever seen hockey Twitter, like outside of, you know, universal outrage over something. Um, <laughs> it was it was a classic. I, I, I even tweeted, like, is, is this the most, you know together hockey twitter has all been on one topic and the only other thing that someone came up with was the whole like it was three to one i mean really and you could use that for any game or series in which it was three to one but i feel like most recently i mean any of them but yeah, yeah. but but now we have we have the new winner here yeah 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 i mean got into the neutral zone that's a terrible one yeah that, that, no, that, 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 that doesn't work no, no. No, what, what's a better one to use here? Right, I'm, I'm, I'm out of... You know what? It didn't look like he went for embellishment. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it looked like the response to that was real. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was flexible, like you said. Like, not quite goalie flexible. No, but... But, I mean, the way, the way she was... The way she was moving, she could definitely play goalie. Yeah. 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 Yeah, if goalies are in that position. I... I... Hey, go get Jonathan Quick's phone number. Oh, that's that's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> I think we have to end it now. I, hey, I'm just I'm just here for the vibes. Yeah, and yep. and any more any more got anything else about what happened there? No, nope. Live, nope. live your best life, people. But like, don't include other exhibitionism is fun but don't include other people in your kink without consent thank you good night <laughs> where can the folks find you on the socials i'm on twitter at right said sarah please don't talk to me about anything that i just said on this show uh if you care about the kings for some reason at locked on la kings and of course wherever you get your podcasts and western conference wednesday on locked on nhl um yeah okay bye <laughs> and because it's on brand your Twitter handle is right, said Sarah. Yeah. That's that's too sexy for this podcast. It, it is. That's why I got to go. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. Uh, both of our podcasts are free and available across all platforms. No paywalls here. Um, what else? I, I'm out of words. Go, Jeff Carter. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go to Staples Center tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a fun time. I'm going to cry probably. No, I'm not. She's going to cry. No. She she was already emotional from the Jeff Carter two goals last night. By emotional, you mean laughing. She was laughing, folks. She really was. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for today. Goals Thursdays tomorrow. So that'll be a lot of fun. So be sure to check that out. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks and Locked On Los Angeles Kings, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez. And that was Sarah, Sarah Avampato. Saying have a great rest of the night. Please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another. And ducks fly together. Quack, quack. Ta-ca.